37th parallel on America's haunted highway, it's Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. interactive podcast episode. Once we begin, I will ask a series of four questions. With each question, you will be instructed to pause the episode so that you can respond to the question by means of writing or typing your answer. Be sure to be as detailed as you'd like with your answers, as we will explain your responses and how they relate to the questions at the end of the episode. And please remember, Pixelated Paranormal and its cast are in no way licensed therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, and especially not scientists. Due to the fact that sometimes we have trouble even tying our own shoes, the following game is merely subjective and for entertainment purposes only. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode 180 of Pixelated Paranormal. Now, please make sure you all have your pencils, papers, pens, or keyboards ready, because this is going to be our first ever quasi-interactive podcast episode that you, our dear listeners, can play along with as Stephen and Preston play with me. And if it turns out to be something fun for everybody, you know, we'll kind of interject these in every once in a while and do more. If it's a complete failure and nobody likes it, then this will be the one and only time we do this. So let me explain our directions. In a moment, I'm going to ask you a series of four questions. With each question we come to, I want you to respond to me with your most detailed description slash answer that you can. Now, I don't care about how great you guys are. You two are at creative writing. It's not, you know, a contest to see who can describe these things most detailed, but just give me the details you feel are important. And that'll all make sense again here in a minute. And again, for our listeners, you'll be instructed to pause the episode so you can write down or type out your answers too, because at the end of the episode, I will explain what your answers have to do with the questions and how they relate to you. And for you, Preston, Stephen, and dear listeners, be sure to be detailed with your descriptions. Again, you know, it'll all make sense here in just a minute. So let's begin. Imagine for me, if you will, you're walking in a desert. The sky is blue, the sun is warm, shining down on your face, and you feel comfortable. It's not too hot, it's not too scary, you have plenty to drink, so on. To your knowledge, there's also no clear or current sense of danger. Now, as you're making your way across the sand, in this desert, you come across a cube. I want you to now describe to me the cube that you see in front of you in the desert. Tell me things like, how big is the cube? What's it look like? Where is the cube in relationship to you in the desert sand? Maybe it's buried, maybe it's sitting on top of the sand, so on and so forth. Preston, first, explain to me the cube that you came across. 
So the uh, cube would be directly in front of me, and okay. it's going to be partly buried in the stand. And um, it is like a kind of like a black obelisk type stone, smooth, shiny, um, ancient alien looking shit. Like, oh, my God, like how this thing get buried here? <laughs> right, right. And, uh, you know, I can feel or I can sense the sun, you know, gleaming off of it because it's so well polished. Okay, perfect. Steve, tell me about the cube that you imagine in front of you. The cube. First off, Corey's going nuts <laughs> right now. Um, I know. So the second one, or secondly, I would say it's small shaped, could be bigger, but um, it's kind of in the distance, kind of farther away from me. Okay. It's hovering and spinning slowly. And uh, the color of it is kind of like golden, so it mixes with the sand. So kind of at first thought it was a mirage. Uh, and then mm-hmm. I can feel like a strange vibe coming from it. It's okay. a mirage. Talk about sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the reference, but okay. Ugh. Beastie Boys, motherfucker. Oh, shit. As soon as I said that in my head, I heard, it's sabotage. I can edit that out to save the embarrassment. <laughs> okay, cool. Now, the cube, Steve, you said it kind of gives off a bit of a strange vibe. Are you scared of the cube at all? No. Just more interested? Okay. Mm -hmm. Preston, how does your cube make you feel? Are you scared, fearful, inquisitive? Excited. Excited. Okay, awesome. Got a chub over the cube. (laughs) I feel like I'm Indiana fucking Jones. (laughs) Okay, perfect, perfect. With a satchel. At this time, please hit pause and record your answer. Resume playing when you're done. All right, so now, while you're standing in the desert and you're looking at your cube, you also see a ladder. I want you to describe to me now the ladder that you see along with the cube. Where is the ladder in relationship to the cube? How tall is your ladder? What does the ladder look like? Is it leaning on anything? Go ahead, Preston, tell me about the ladder. So the uh, I, I imagine the ladder being um, kind of like uh, one of the ladders you would see like an Indiana Jones movie. Like, you know, it's old, kind of like, um, you know, something you've seen in like an archaeological site. It's got like twine wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's laying behind the cube like there's a subterranean chamber and it's like going down into like the darkness, like. I found this mysterious cube and here's this mysterious ladder and maybe I should climb down it. Maybe I shouldn't climb down it. I'm a little apprehensive about it. Like I'm excited about the cube, but then I'm like, Ooh man, this, this ladder is going to lead me to something bad. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Now is a ladder. Did you say it's leaning on anything? It's, it's uh, you know, the, the top part of the ladder is leaning against the back of the cube. Okay, perfect. Now, Steve, tell me about the ladder that you see. Yeah, so this is going to be a complete opposite of Preston. It's a dusty, crusty-ass ladder laying on the ground. This fucking cube is hovering above it. Nothing. This <laughs> ladder is interesting. Why would I even look at it when there's a fucking cube hovering and spinning why would I ever care about a crusty, <laughs> dusty-ass ladder on the ground? And it's old. It's the okay. same type of ladder that Preston see at an archaeological dig site or an old, dusty-ass okay. cave that's been explored. 
It's, Interesting. It's okay. Perfect. That's really good. That's really good. Okay. Awesome. At this time, please hit pause and record your answer. Resume playing when you're done. Now, as you're standing there near the cube and the ladder, you also notice something out of the corner of your eye. And you look over, and in the desert... It's Preston. (laughs) (laughs) Hey! I knew there was a cube here. I've got a satchel. Your your ladder fell over. (laughs) Now, as you're standing here near the cube and the ladder, you notice in the corner of your eye something else standing there. You look over and see a horse standing in the sand. I want you to now describe to me the horse. How does a horse make you feel? Are you scared of the horse? Uh, Does it make you relaxed? Tell me, what's the horse look like? Preston? So the the horse is a white horse, and, um, you know, it's got a really smooth, shiny coat. Um, almost reminds me of, uh, you know, you know, the white horse off of Lord of the Rings that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, shadow facts that Gandalf was riding, like, you know, like a, almost like a spirit type creature, like it's mystical and it like showed up and I'm like, Ooh, like maybe the horse is going to protect me from all the deep dark shit down in this cave. when I go down this janky ass ladder. Yeah. Cause horses go in caves ah. all the time. Fuck yeah, dude. It's a spirit you horse. cave horses. Can, yeah, they can do what they want. <laughs> you know, classic cave horses. Okay. Steve, how does your horse look? Yeah, Tell me about your horse. Trying to bring in a little bit of comedy to this. A shout out to Under the Marquee with Joe and Samantha because this r- relates to them. So how does this horse, what, how, how does the horse make me feel? It depends. Is the yes. horse's name Kinky Kelly or the stud? Don't know what I'm talking about. That's a Clerks 2 reference, by the way. For you. I was like, that's got to be a Kevin Smith joke, <laughs> and I'm not going to get it. <laughs> Kinky Kelly and the sexy stud. Wait, I thought you were. No, okay. All right. So uh, the horse to me is just, um, it's got to be uh, the most impressive horse known to man, the Clydesdale. Big ass beast ah. with the huge, massive legs and body. And things are cool. I've only seen one once in my life, and it was awesome. That's what mine looks like. That's what it looks like. Yep. Okay. Does the horse, uh, does it excite you? Does, are you scared of the horse? How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel relaxed? Uh, mixture of both. Intimidated because of the size okay. and stature, but uh, also mm-hmm. uh, re- relaxed because I know horses are gentle beasts. If uh-huh. you're relaxed around okay, them, perfect. they're relaxed around you. You dig? There you go. There you go. At this time, please hit pause and record your answer. Resume playing when you're done. And now finally, you're standing there in the desert with your horse and the cube and the ladder. And off of the not-so-distant sky, you notice there's a storm brewing as far as you can see. The storm is moving steadily towards you. I want you to now describe to me in detail the storm. What's the storm look like? What's the storm doing? Is the storm near you or is it farther away? How does the storm make you feel? Are you scared? What is your plan now that you see the storm coming towards you? Preston, tell me about this storm approaching you in the desert. So I imagine that, uh, you know, when um, 
uh, a thunderstorm happens at like sunset, how like thunder the whole rolls sky and the lightning strikes. <laughs> no. Yeah, thunder rolls and lightning strikes. No, the the whole sky kind of turns like that deep orange kind of like red yeah. color. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I imagine like that and like, you know, the clouds are like really big and fluffy and you can see the fucking thunder or the lightning. You can hear the thunder. And uh, I, I just I like storms. So I'm like, fuck it. It's far away. I got my fucking spirit horse next to me. I got the, mm-hmm. you know, I got the big black cube of wonder. And, uh, I, you know, I don't have to go into the cave of darkness yet. So we're, we're good. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. You can drown Steve, your ass in tell that me cave when all that water goes down that cave. What's your horse <laughs> yeah. going to do then? Survive because it's going to be like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I can yeah, horses don't go in caves. <laughs> have fun, nerd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then your horse tips over the ladder. So Steve, tell me about when you're describing this storm. This to me, I instantly thought of like a terrible storm, not of rain, of motherfucking frogs and locusts and shit like that. Like a plague. A plague oh. storm because like this cube is hovering. That shit's weird. Again, fuck mm-hmm. the ladder. Who cares about that dusty ass thing? And then this horse, <laughs> like the horse has clearly seen this shit in the distance too. And it's like frogs. Fuck that, and it runs away. So the storm, the horse runs away. Well, it contemplates because I don't know what the horse's, I don't know what the horse's issue is. But the storm makes me uneasy. I'm not a big, I'm okay. not a big fan of inclement weather anyway in my real life. So, in this fantasy realm, it's gonna be the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if it's okay. raining, fucking locusts and frogs, man. Right, right, right. Oh, this is so interesting. Okay, awesome. This is really cool. At this time, please hit pause and record your answer. Resume playing when you're done. So, remember everybody, this game is subjective, and we are not licensed therapists, so this is all in good fun. But, sometimes you can take some of the stuff that you learn from these games and maybe look a little deeper into yourself and learn something about yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. So this all comes from a psychology game called The Cube, also known sometimes as the Japanese Cube Test. You know what's so funny about this is that Corey's asked us to talk about this movie forever called The Cube. And this, I is, know, this I know. is the time we talk about The Cube. So we're going to be like, Corey, <laughs> we recorded an episode about The Cube tonight. Oh, great. You're going to be oh, so God, disappointed. <laughs> But you know, I I bet he I bet he would dig this kind of thing too, though. No, he, yeah, I know he totally would. But it would be a funny ass joke, and I'm totally gonna play it on him. <laughs> the 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 movie that he's talking talking about is that the one with uh, Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Lopez called The Cube. I don't know and what the, the movie you're talking about. No, it's not that. What are you talking what about? You... You're talking about The Cell. Oh, The Cell. There you go. Yeah. Wait, is Vince Vaughn yeah, in that yeah, movie? Yeah. Which is also interesting, and it has a horse in it. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's weird. That has Vince Vaughn in it? Whoa. need to rewatch that thing. All right, uh, back on track. Yeah, it's pretty solid, man. Okay, so this was written by a Japanese psychologist and published in a book back in like the year 2000. I think right exactly in the year 2000. So guys, let's think about the cube. The cube describes how you view yourself and how you view your ego. If the cube you've envisioned is large, you're likely to be a very confident person. If it's small, you're more than likely kind of shy and maybe modest. If the cube is dug into the ground, it means you're a planner and a thinker (laughs) that looks into the future and oftentimes plans before you just jump into something. If the cube is sitting on top of the ground, that means you're very businesslike, a thinker. 
And if the cube is possibly hovering off the ground, that means that you're a creative individual who is not tied to the binds of normalcy. Bet. So Preston, you said yours was partially <coughs> dug deep into the ground, partially submerged. And Preston is definitely a fucking yeah. planner, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am definitely, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to say I'm creative, but I'm definitely not the norm. I fucking hate the norm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. You, you always kind of go against the grain. Yes. You always kind of, uh, and, yeah, for sure, man. For and sure. that's, that's funny because it, in my, in the art world, um, like I will spend days sitting there planning how I'm going to do the art piece. Like, you know, I, you know, I, I do sketch upon sketch upon sketch. And yeah. plan everything out and, ha- and have this whole plan of, before. Because you're with the mixed media shit. It's like the clay yeah. and stuff like that. That makes total... Wow. Awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to see what the dusty-ass ladder is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll you'll think it's pretty interesting. Right. I think it's interesting. Right. Um, now, also, the cube. The way you describe the cube is also how you envision yourself. So, Preston, you mentioned um, kind of... Um, Oh gosh, what did you say? It's kind of pulsating a little bit, so you're a little, a little nervous because you know how much you know. Maybe nervous energy you yourself have. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're always rip roaring, ready to go. Maybe it's all the monsters that you drink. Oh yeah, it's all that, all that nicotine. Yeah, Ooh. and Steven, you called, dude. This is fucking blowing my mind. <laughs> so I got my notes here. It's small. Uh-huh. Could be bigger, but in the distance. Mm-hmm. So that says that you, you're very shy, but you know you could have a little more confidence, maybe. All right, dude, I'm going to end this call. Peace. <laughs> this <is fucked> up, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that's fucking oh, Fuck your psychology. That's wild because I was like, yeah. what? Mine's small, but like I don't see myself as small. I'm or I'm not shy yeah. by any shorts of the means unless it's like, right, right. you know, like in a, oh, I'm talking to someone that I, you know, be attracted to. Then that's when the shyness comes in. But to just randos? No, nah, not at all. But like, yeah, exactly. Like, and that's why it's, it's also slightly subjective, you know, not everything is going to be a nail on the head. But like, no, like in the distance, you know, like that's where I'm at my life right now. Like I can only focus on the future and not the present because that's just how I am. And that's the distance, Mm -hmm. man. That's crazy. Exactly. And you also mentioned yours is gold, Steve, which is, you know, one of the purest and most rarest metals. And that's how you view yourself as well, knowing True. that you are constantly working towards a better person, you know, to that's better yourself. The so. craziest part. Oh shit! Of that. I said, I said, I said, mine was black. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, you also said yours was what, um, like an obelisk. That means Preston, you end the fucking call because you're yeah. possessed. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I said, yeah, it was like like a black shiny stone, like obsidian. Yeah. Exactly. So that could probably relate, maybe a little bit to. You're you love that ancient alien stuff. You're involved in the Masons, so I mean you've kind of oh. got this uh, this thirst for the unknown. It's true. And what's crazy as fuck to me is because when you're like, okay, this cube, and like immediately, what do I, Sean? What did I think about? Come on, you know me. You're describing this cube <laughs> okay, what... in the desert. You're like, uh-huh. oh, what does it look like to you? Is it small? Like, come on, what do you think came to my brain immediately? Your Xbox, Bruh, Hellraiser, bro. That's exactly yeah. what I was. That's exactly what I was thinking about. He found that bitch in the desert. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that's what I was thinking yep, about. Exactly. So like, I was kind of being silly with it, but I'm like, man, even being silly, like this shit kind of hit it on the nail, like nail on the head. Right, right. No, that's good, man. That's good. Yeah, Hell that's yeah. Fresh. Okay, so let's move on to the ladder, shall we? Oh yeah. The ladder, see. and let me <laughs> let me explain this uh, 
don't don't just uh, have a knee jerk reaction okay. here, Steve. Right. The latter describes your friendships and relationships that you have to your friends and how you see yourself with them. Now, Preston, for you, you mentioned the latter is sticking up out of a deep dark hole that you're a little nervous about, right? Mm-hmm. So what that could mean is, and the latter is leaning against the cube, correct? Correct. So this means that you're very connected to your friends. You describe the latter as being kind of, uh, what'd you say, old? Yeah, like an old archaeological, you know, rickety ladder. Right, exactly. So an old ladder also signifies that a lot of your friendships you hold on to for a very long time. That's what mine was. Uh, too. You know, I've known old you. F- right, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, you've been friends with your buddy Tim for for ages. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Um, you and I and Eric have been buddies for a long time. You know, you've met Steve. Um, your your ladder basically being old, but being through all these archaeological digs means your friendships are also old. But on top of that, the friendships you make are very dependable. So you know that ladder's been through a lot, and, and they keep mm-hmm, on going back mm-hmm. to it. You know what Meaning else? Meaning you just you know. He's part of that. He's part what? of that secret society, and that shit's old as fuck. So, <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. <laughs> now, the friends that you're connected with, your ladder does go down into a deep dark hole, which could signify some of your, you know, your your deepest friendships. Also, maybe gets you into a little bit of trouble every now and then. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. You know stuff. that. Oh geez, these guys are up to mischief. <laughs> or he's just keeping us in now, a Steve, deep dark hole. <laughs> Exactly. It puts the lotion now, on its skin or it gets the hose. Right, again. right. So you see your friends and you also rely on them for support. If the latter's detached, that means sometimes you prefer just to be independent. Maybe you have friends, you love your friends, but you also know that sometimes you yourself are the only one you can depend on. If the latter is then below the cube, your friends see you as an authority figure. And if the cube is on the same level as you, your friends are equals. If the latter is above the cube, this means you see your friends as authority figures in your life. If the latter is short, this means you prefer keeping a small circle of friends. And if it's a longer ladder, ladder, ladder then you're an extrovert with many friends and acquaintances. Steve, what's interesting about yours is your ladder is underneath you. And I think what that could mean is you've got friends. You and I are, are good buddies. You and Preston, you've got friends that go way back, you and Rob. But you also know that ultimately sometimes you yourself are the only person you can depend on. Mm-hmm. Now, your ladder, like you said, is old. So that means you've got some pretty deep friendships. But you know, you know, you don't always need your friends. Maybe you can't always depend on your friends. And that's okay because, baby, you're floating up there above the ground. Yeah. That's wild. I think now, that, you know, like, um, I don't know. It's just, that's strange. I don't know. I don't really don't know what to say to that because, um, like I, I do hold my friendships really high at high regard. And mm-hmm. I think that like, and I don't mean this by any stretch of the means offending you two, but cause I think that a lot of people out there are feeling this way in, in general with mm-hmm. everything going on in the world right now. Um, you just feel completely disconnected from your friends because you can, te- exactly. you can text all day long. You can fucking talk on Xbox. Mm-hmm. You can talk on a podcast. You can do anything. I, I, I just don't. I don't feel close to my friends. Like the closest yeah. I felt to my friends in the past week was at a funeral, and that's not right. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, sure. I sure. So you reading that to me feels like it's on the ground. It. I mean, I was joking about it. Like, 
I don't pay attention to it. And like, I don't mean that. Like, I don't pay attention to my friends because my friends are my lifeline. You know what I mean? Like, but sure, sure, I feel sure, yeah. so disconnected from my friends that that's how I feel. Like, I feel, I feel like, like you said, like, I can't depend on anybody right now. So like, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's crazy. Fuck this goddamn. That's why I said it was really interesting. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's when you're. I said interesting because that is interesting to yeah. me. That I mean, I I know right now that's what you're struggling with and what you're going. I mean, tons of people are going through it, but yeah, like you know, I mean, it's, it's like the on, the, on, right a, now. on a grand scale, like I I've been really reading a lot of articles about like you know everybody's knowing how serious COVID is and how it's affecting people medically. But yeah, like, and the medical side of things is really bad. Like, it, I'm not trying to discredit that or, or the lives that have been lost, and like that shit's terrible. But yeah. we really gotta start paying attention to this mental side of shit. Oh, no doubt for man. all ages and all ranges because it's. I mean, I've lost so many friendships, and you know what I'm saying. Like, and to and to see that, like, we gotta start paying attention to that shit. That's why it's just mm-hmm. people got to do more when around friends and loved ones. You know, like. Even it's just little gestures, anything helps. But anyways, back to this thing. You yeah. opened up this door, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just should have said, hey, Steve, lay on your couch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no shit. Lay back on your couch. Fall asleep. Now, okay, let's move on to the horse. The horse represents what you look for in a partner, a potential partner, or possibly your current partner. Now, it's interesting because you both, uh, Preston, of course, you and Jeffrey have been together for a very long time. And Steve, you know, you uh, you are looking for a partner, per se, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dating world right now is rough. It, I can't even imagine dating in the time of COVID. So it's interesting to get kind of two points of view from each of you on two opposites. That's why it's the fucking Clydesdale, because the fucking wall you can't get past. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see a Clydesdale, mm-hmm. like, it's intimidating. Like, what'd you ask me? You said, I feel comfortable around it because... That's dude. Fuck this thing, dude. I, mean, I don't know, dude. Like I'm recording. I've not. I've not talked about this on the podcast. I. I do partake in, in recreational marijuana. Uh, this is an awesome pod. This is an awesome episode to do when you're under the influence. Yeah, it's just like it's so good. So you asked me about this horse. You say the so I said the Clydesdale, this big magnificent beast. Mm-hmm. I said it makes me feel intimidated because of its size. So mm-hmm. the relationship trying to find somebody that is that you know what i'm saying you're intimidated by it it's nerve-wracking it's yeah. stressful it's fucking mm-hmm. sucks majority of the time and but still having the confidence like you know i struggle with confidence yeah. every once in a while but like i still try to put sure. myself out there that makes total sense and i think you want somebody who challenges you too you want somebody who brings out the best in you and that you know you can also help them and Do i mean same, you yeah. you don't want to um you don't want to control anybody, but you look, you know, you look for somebody maybe a little wilder than you, a little different than you. So that's awesome. That's right, really right. good. And what did, Pre- and then what did Preston, Preston say about his horse? I couldn't remember. I said Preston it was a... said the horse was white. It was uh-huh. pure, shiny, okay, right, yeah. like you know, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, that I, I think from what I understand. It makes sense. That's how you view Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, from what I know, you think the world of yeah. Jeffrey, and uh, you think the world of that horse, man. You just described that horse to a T, you know, being just the purest, bestest thing you could think of, and I think that's how, you know, Aww. you view uh, Jeffrey as well, maybe. Wait, did you just call the lady a horse? The lady. Fuck that, man. Yeah. That's how you view uh, the lady. <laughs> the lady. The lady. 
<laughs> what else did you say about your horse? Do you remember anything else specific? Um, just that, uh, that, uh, you know, I, when you asked me like, um, cause like in the movie, um, you know, shadow facts was like, uh, uh like a spirit and, and then it, it took on the form of a horse. So it was kind of like the Lord of the horses and it was able to get, you know, Gandalf where he was going as quick as possible. And it was mm-hmm. kind of like a protector sort of thing. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I we won't get very deep into relationships, but I, I know from what from what I know, um, you know, after you got divorced and uh, kind of, I'm not going to say spiraling out, but I mean maybe a little lost after that kind of trauma. And then mm-hmm. when you and Jeffrey got together, man, she really steadied you and centered you and kind of became, you know, your circle to kind of get you back on the right path and mm-hmm. keep you mm-hmm. focused. And I think that's kind of what Shadow Facts did in Lord of the Rings, man, to the rescue. Yeah. yeah. That's, and also, that's, that's um, awesome. And first off, Preston, it was interesting. I love Lord of the Rings. I don't remember that uh-huh. horse's name. How the hell do you remember that, dude? Because I have my nerd card out, bro. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed. God, right, right. <laughs> well, and what's funny too is the ladder represents friends. We talked about your ladder going down to the darkness. Maybe your friends sometimes lead you uh, into some bad decisions or some some tomfoolery, and then your horse, you said, would go to the cave with you. So <laughs> would Jeffrey you know, go to the cave Jeff- with you, or would you maybe like, Jeffrey <laughs> sometimes says, "Preston, that's not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't go do that." <laughs> that's funny. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Okay, now here's the last part of our Japanese cube test. The storm itself represents your problems that you have in your life and how you respond to them. The storm, if you imagined being far away off in the distance, that means you're living life right now a little worry-free, a little carefree. (laughs) If the storm is close by to the cube, then, you know, you're ready just to face the conflict head-on. If the storm is directly over the cube, your troubles may be overwhelming you right now. What do you guys think? Steve, what was that about your your storm? Mine was in the distance, so that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this test now. Uh, but mine was definitely locusts and plague type yeah. shit. Uh, your storm was a little different. It wasn't mm-hmm. just thunder and lightning and hail. It was fucking locusts no, and rain chaos. and blood and all it's this kind chaos, of chaos. Yeah, exactly. exactly how I feel exactly. right now. But it's not in the distance. Mm-hmm. That bitch is like basically like overwhelming the cube. <laughs> like it's all up in that <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. And then you said, what did you say? It's like, oh, why is it why is it raining upwards? Yeah, it's that one. <laughs> it's that <laughs> right. It's that exactly. Vietnam rain. It's yeah. going sideways. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Preston, what did you say about your storm? So I said, um, you know, mine uh, was, you know, like when the the sun is setting and a storm happens, how it like turns like that whole sky, like that deep orange, deep red color. But since it was off in the distance and the clouds were like all big and fluffy, like, you know, I I like being in storms. So I wasn't too worried. Like me and the horse are just fucking chilling, um, watching the (laughs) storm roll in. So that's crazy, dude. So in that wild, would you feel that that would represent like, what's going on in your life right now with your dad and everything oh yeah like like, um all that all that emotion you know you're still going through it but like all that's kind of like came to a head and then now it's like the slow down just sit with sit with your loved ones you know what i'm saying to a degree yeah kind of like so you know the thing the the yeah I, i mean i am like the thing that like i'm dealing with like right now after dad's passing 
is getting all the financials squared away to take care of mom. So like mm-hmm. today, I finally got a hold of dad's pension plan and the lady was like, well, you know, we saw that you filled out the form online. So, you know, we're, we're aware that he passed away and it's going to be like four to six weeks before you get the paperwork in the mail. Like it takes us four to six weeks to mail it out. You got to fill it out and then send it back. And then dad's pension that uh, was supposed to deposit yesterday into his account to start paying all the bills like they already took it back. So there's going to be this two to three month period where mom's not going to have any money flowing in to, you know, yeah, to pay all her all her bills and stuff. And so I'm just like, cool, like this is what I got to work with. Like we're going to get it figured out. So even though like that's something that's like very stressful. Um, I know that dad worried day in and day out about what was going to happen to mom after he died. And is she going to be taken care of that? I'm just like, fuck it. Like, that's my goal right now is we're going to take care of mom and, you know, throw the punches as much as you want. I'm, you know, I'm in mom's corner and we're going to, we're just going to get through it. And so I'm not letting it get to me. Like we're just rolling with it. So So that makes sense. Jeffrey's sitting there right there with you, man. Just watching the storm come in. Cause you guys know that you've been through storms before, man. So yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the Japanese cube game. That was wild. I was not expecting that. Yeah, kind of cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I I heard somebody else take it, so I I knew the the answers to the questions, so I couldn't take it myself, which kind of sucks because, you know, once you know how the sausage is made, so to speak. Oh, yeah, uh, I like this idea. This is cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. So, yeah, uh, listeners, if you did this with us, uh, shoot us a message, comment on the uh, show notes for the episode. Let us know what you thought. Uh, There's more of these kind of things we can do. I think it's kind of fun. Uh, I put the prompts in there to let everybody know when to pause and to, you know, write your notes out. So, Yeah, we can do like the the Freudian, uh, you know, dream diary thing where we analyze our (laughs) dreams. Yeah, that'd be fun. Just a bunch of dicks everywhere. Yeah. if there was, you know, it'd be cool if Wait, there was a way to dreams? do it. Or... Is this like the stand? Just dicks? <laughs> yeah, just dicks everywhere. Um, I wish there was a way to do an episode of the podcast where we could do a choose your own adventure style book. But oh, that yeah. would just be an editing nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it would. But yeah, I think it'd be cool to do some of this uh, another time. But yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for doing that, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope listeners had fun with it. And, uh, let us know what you think. Sweet. Cool. Well, before we get out of here, Steve, uh, you've been playing a pretty interesting game. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about it? It's Paranormal AF. That means ass fuck for everybody <laughs> out there that doesn't know the lingo. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the medium, it's it's a new game by uh, Blooper Team or some shit. They're Blooper or some weird name under the Microsoft mm-hmm. Division. And uh, it's it's awesome. It's about a chick. Um, starts off and the the tagline is it always begins with a dead girl and like you know what great piece of media doesn't start with something like that you know like um, Bioshock it always says it always it's there's always a man there's always a girl there's always a lighthouse I like that idea mm-hmm. of like there's always so like it's like okay this is definitely gonna have something to do with the ending because she's already seen it at the beginning so it's already hooked by that yeah and what you do is you play this girl who is a medium she can interact with the dead um she basically helped them pass on so you know the in-between and basically the way to do that is to learn the person's name 
interact with them when, interact with them in the ghost world and in this game it, it's split screen a lot of the games so like it's running two different things at the same time so you'll have the real world and then the ghost world and then like so everything you interact with and do in the real life so when she's interacting with the ghost you see her at the top screen like <laughs> just you know look a mime moving around <laughs> um it's just got a really rad story i can't literally tell you anything about it because it's just such a <laughs> wild ride um, yeah but she goes into basically she gets told hey come to this because it, it's all takes place in poland and it's a polish game they're polish dev team and come to this broke down hospital there's been some paranormal shit going on you go out there and somebody calls you out there you go out there and then that's just when you start piecing shit together and it just takes some really weird turns uh, and the ending ending was awesome to me to our buddy Corey. it, it wasn't that great because of certain things but um, the only thing that sucks is that you either have to have a really powerful PC or the brand new Series X, Series S, Xboxes. They don't make this for the older consoles. Uh. So it kind of sucks. Um, but I highly recommend watching either, you know, this will be, a, honestly, this will be a really good game to watch on YouTube because it's literally like only a four or five hour game. And then they could literally just piece together like take out the walking back and forth doing puzzles stuff like that just so you can get the story and it's pretty it's pretty rad so anyways there it is i figured if you're a gamer like me and you like paranormal stuff paranormal games are few and far between they're mostly just jump scare bullshits and this game really right. isn't that scary it just has a really cool unique vibe to it so check it out oh yeah be on the watch for that hopefully uh i can snag one of those uh in a couple months Word. fingers crossed yeah. if they're it's available good. i'm not gonna pay and it's on game pass any... too so if not it's 60 bucks 54.99 something like that if you get it on steam or the xbox something like that but uh, it's on game pass so if you get game pass subscription it's in there and it'll always be in there because it's an exclusive so oh yeah pretty cool uh, Shayla and I just watched The Little Things on HBO Max. If people have access to HBO Max, it's Little worth things. a watch. Which one is that was Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, Jared Leto. Yeah, uh, I want to watch that bad. <laughs> Sam from uh, Under the Marquee made the comment about it being basically the Kroger version of Seven, which that's a pretty good description because even I said, all right, now here's the part where this quickly turns into Seven. <laughs> nice. Cool. I'm really but, excited to watch it. Uh, I kind of feel weird about it. Because like uh, um, cults fascinate me, but they also disgust uh-huh. me. And that motherfucker's a cult leader. I don't care what anybody says. Jared Leto's a fucking yeah. Cult there's there's rumor and of then, that. I remember someone's. I, like, I think I read on Twitter. Yeah, and like that he had gone to like he was on some kind of quote retreat yeah. whenever coronavirus hit yeah. and didn't come back for like three months. Yeah, and had no idea it even happened. Mm-hmm. And like. His like compound slash ranch thing he's got going on. He's got some people living with him, and like it's like a whole community. Uh, uh, it's really weird. And like after watching The Vow with Keith Raniere and Allison Mack, nah, man, fuck that shit. Famous people got some weird <laughs> shit going on. I watch, I just listened to an interview. They are talking about, uh, you know, we, everything's crazy right now, man. One of my favorite musicians is Marilyn Manson, and today he got canceled. And it's not. Yep. It's not shocking. It's Marilyn Manson. Motherfucker made his career off of mm-hmm. shock art. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, I have his autobiography. It's one of my favorite books I own. I don't own many. <laughs> and I love his yeah. autobiography because it's so out there and so wild. And some of the shit he's done is insane. And, um, you know, but like, if he did this greasy shit that he's being accused of, then yeah, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Yep. 
anyways, so yeah, so like when it comes to like famous people, man, like I just I I can't when you when you're that famous and you're living in that environment and especially that town, that's why you see man with COVID so many famous musicians, comedy people, actors, actresses moving away from LA because they've realized mm -hmm. how toxic it was while things were quote unquote normal. And when you live in yeah. that environment, what's the one thing you're looking for? The one thing you can't obtain, no matter how much money or fame you got a motherfucking connection. And that is why mm -hmm. these people, they get in these cults, they get in these crazy sex orgy groups, whatever, if that's what you want to do, bet, go for it. But when you when you're looking for that connection and you can't find that connection, some people can snap. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm saying. So it's hard to trust anybody that when they're I'm making a commune and a compound and you can come live with me and we'll we'll dress like midsummer. We'll go like <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? You know what I mean? Like it's weird. But you know, I want people to find a connection just as much as the other person. But Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. It's okay for your ladder to be under your cube. It's not okay for you to start burying your ladders. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's just weird, man. That the cults just, cults just have always yeah. fascinated me. Cause we'll get in, we'll get into some cults this year as well. Um, we've got shoot. a friend of ours, a fellow podcast host who, uh, may or may not have dabbled in some occult, uh, not a cult into some cult, uh, An occult ideals, cult. or oh. maybe he went and, uh, thought about joining a cult or maybe he just went and investigated a cult. I don't know how to explain what he did, but uh, yeah, we got a friend who will come on and talk about his wow. time. So yeah. Pretty wild. Yep. Good stuff. Cool. Cool. And then also from our buddy, Kevin, um, if anybody's looking for the movie possessor, it is on Hulu. Now, if you have Hulu, you can watch possessor. Yeah. Okay. I know that's my, uh, my friend just got yeah. me. He says pretty dope. I watched yep, a phenomenal watches. movie. PG. What'd you watch? Psycho Goreman. That movie is amazing. Oh. It is basically Power Rangers meets Evil Dead meets. It's so many different movies, man. Like it's it's funny. It's twisted. It's gory as shit, and it's got some of the coolest costume design I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I, I heard the soundtrack's pretty killer yeah. too. Oh, God. Uh, I think Waxwork just dropped it. Yeah, it's that movie is Unfinal. very. It's come out in March on Blu-ray. It's already available on like all digital platforms for you know buying. Uh, it does say sh yeah, it does have a shutter a shutter logo when it first starts. So mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be available on there in the future or if it's already on there. But I don't think it's already on. there. I think it's going to be kind of like some other movies like Mandy. Yeah, although I don't that, think Mandy that, wasn't a movie. shutter. Yeah, Mandy wasn't a shutter film. film but they got the rights yeah. to be, you know, the exclusive holder. So that's how, probably in the same vein as yeah. that. Because that porno movie, that's what it had too. It had because when I was like, I was like, what is this movie? And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. Yeah, man. And then uh, yeah, whenever they did, they had the, um, they had another studio logo, and then it put up the, the Shutter logo after that. So they must the same. Yeah, thing. it could okay. be an exclusive that to them sense. that they'll get the rights. To so once the DVD comes it, out, I bet you it'll come out a little bit after that or something. Yeah, but it's a it's a great movie. If you like if you like just silly costume like tr old trauma like stuff like I don't know. It's it's hard. To, it's it's awesome. It literally feels like a movie that is like, oh my god, was this made in ninety seven, ninety eight? Like it's so <laughs> awesome. Right. Yeah. I've heard nothing. You're gonna love about it. it. You're gonna oh, yeah. fucking love it. So will you, Preston, if you watch it? 
Yeah. Preston, you got any recommendations? Anything you're watching, reading, playing you want to drop? Um, I asked Steve if Greedfall was any good, and I started that on Game Pass, and uh, cool. that's a pretty good fucking game, so I'm enjoying that. Sweet. Oh, yeah. I wonder how much Xbox he plays offline because <laughs> I never see it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, and he's like, yeah, I'm playing Greedfall. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, yeah, I got 45 yeah. hours in it. Jesus, yeah. when? <laughs> like, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, video games are therapy, man. Sometimes that's what you need just to get lost in another world for a while. So, so I, I find like whenever I play like RPGs like that or like any of the heavy story driven games, it's hard to be online because I'm I'm trying to like, you know two bubblegum and walk at the same time and it just like i'm missing either the conversation i'm trying oh, to have yeah. with you guys or i'm missing oh, yeah. so i'm just like you know, i'm going to focus on these games and then you know uh just focus on the online Dude, stuff man. on the weekends Fuck yeah, so yeah dude. during the during the week I'm, I'm usually i'm on xbox i'm just not talking to you fuckers because i'm trying to pay attention to the game <laughs> right <laughs> and that's fair that's I'm all I'm all about you experiencing new stories, man. That's something that doesn't happen a lot in these days. People are so addicted <clears throat> to online gaming. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for playing along. If you did, again, please let us know uh, what you thought of that, if you enjoyed it, or if we should never do it again. And doing it while again? you're on your phones check out our Instagram page. If you haven't given us a follow, please do and share the gospel. PXL Paranormal is our Instagram handle. We're also on Facebook, The Pixelated Paranormal Podcast. Give us a follow, drop on there. Both those sites are where you can find show notes, pictures that accompany the episodes and other announcements and other posts to kind of keep up with us. Steve, anything you want to plug? No, you can check out our Facebook page, Pixelated Paranormal Podcast. Do the shares, the likes, cool. all that type of stuff. And uh, hell yeah. yeah, give us a, a rating and review on iTunes yeah. if you could. Hit us up on Check YouTube. Out. Yeah, that's right. I always forget. Thank you so much. Uh, and also, Matthew asked us about doing um, some live shows. If we have any plans for live shows, and I'd like to try to do some Zoom stuff if that's possible to orchestrate something a few weeks out and drop a Zoom chat and see if anybody wants to get on with us and we can yeah. do a live show and have some people on there to who, chat who, with who us. That? Matthew, I don't know if Matthew. we should share last names uh, on here or not. Cool. Matthew Same, S. Matthew. Cool, Matthew S. Yeah, he just commented yeah, on the picture I'd, of I'd Luna. Yeah, I'd love that. I'd, um, my dream would be to do a live recording like where we meet up and do these live in one place as uh, like a studio session. That would be amazing. Yeah. And do it live with video too. That would be the ultimate goal, yeah, I think. Yeah, that'd be fun. But I bet we time. could do it. I bet it wouldn't <laughs> be that hard, man. Just got to figure out whose house to do it at. Yeah. Preston said he, uh, eventually in the future he'll want to build a studio at, at the property. So that'd be, mm -hmm. that, that'd be fucking so Hell yeah, at so his own cult ranch. Yeah, his own right. pixelated yeah, paranormal yeah. ranch. That's, that's oh right. my God, he's been playing this for a while. I'm going to build a studio oh. in Steven in. Make him sell, make him sell the cubes. <laughs> the cubes. Yeah. Scooby-Doo moment, we pull off Preston's mask and it's Jared Leto. And I He's been the villain the whole time. Jankies. I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you mangling podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, to be honest, I like 30 Seconds to Mars, and I'll die by that. Oh, yeah, I, I did. That. I'll I die did. on that. He's villain. a good actor, too. Yeah. Just kind of weird. Yeah. Weird. Apparently, he got recast to be the Joker in the Snyder I Cut. I seen, I, and, I seen uh, the first... Uh, 
I seen the first little still shot. It looks pretty good. Yep. Oh yeah. Preston, what do you got for us, man? And as always, if you need a beard, if you want a beard, if you want to grow the best beard that you can grow to help your reflection in the Japanese cube game, then check out BigDobsBeardBomb.com and use promo code PXLPARA for 20% off your order and pick yourself up some scents like Dundee Cedar, Bay Rum, Sweet Tobacco, Fresh, Citrus, and Classic. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And if you're in the Wichita area, please drop by, see our friend Leslie and the gang at CD Trade Post at Pawnee and Seneca. All right. I think that does it, boys. Anything else? Nope. Sweet action. All right. Until next time, folks, cheers to the weird shit in the world and to those of us that love to talk about it. Watch out for that dusty-ass ladder. And stay spooky and stay on the Paranormal Highway. The cast that pixelated Paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Pixelated Paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown. Tales that will move you a little further down the paranormal highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. Email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal your guide to the unusual and the strange.